Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown, Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College Sports. We are joined today by a very special guest, uh, a GMAC champion crowned of this past Saturday, Patrick Cartier, the big man down low. Pat, what's up, man? Not much. Thanks for having me. Yep, round of applause. Not because you won the GMAC title this week, but because this is your second time on our show. Yeah, of course. For you personally, which is the which is the bigger uh, thing for you? I'll have to go with the conference championship. Oh my! But it's wow. close. It's close. Starting <laughs> off on a bad foot. Well, this will be a quick interview. No, Pat. Um, <laughs> before we get to the game itself, which was an unbelievable display of basketball on Saturday, um, let's go into the week of preparation. Obviously, you guys get the big win over Tiffin on Saturday. You guys then go into week knowing that you know winner of this next game is going to take going to have the home court advantage of the GMAC tournament. Yep. And then you guys will maybe have a chance to even um, share the title with Finley for the conference championship. Yeah. What was the week like of intensity for you guys, and how did you guys kind of go about your business? Uh, it was it was really intense. Um, Coach Tharp actually gave us uh, Tuesday off, which was uh, nice. But, I mean, obviously any week you play your rivals, uh, intensity practice picks up quite a bit. I got to give a lot of credit to uh, Buddy Cheese, uh, Noah Kaltoff, for uh, bringing it every day in practice and uh, the black squad for those guys uh, doing great scout team for us. And, yeah, it was a great week of practice that helped us in the game. The first half was uh, played in the 20s for sure. Uh, yep. Both teams scored less than 30 points. Did, was there, did you guys start off a little bit slowly offensively? Um, and if so, was it because of, like, rest versus rust, you know, that sort of debate? I don't even – I don't honestly know what it was. I know, like, the first – Six minutes we played without uh, media timeout, which was kind of rough. Everyone was tired. But, yeah, I don't really know what it was, to be honest. <laughs> Both teams couldn't really hit the broad side of a barn all night. So In the yeah. first half, though, I mean, it felt like when you, we needed a bucket, either you got one for us or Connor Hill Connor, really yeah. played re- really well in the first half. Yeah. Talk about what Connor's meant uh, to your guys' offense this season, and especially in the big moments uh, on Saturday that we saw him play in. You know, he really performed really well for you guys. Yeah, I agree. Um, Connor does a great job filling a bunch of different roles for us. Obviously, uh, he, um, <clears throat> his main job is probably a facilitator more, and he does a great job getting uh, guys like me and Yars and Tavon the ball down low and stuff. But, I mean, in the Finley game, you saw his ability to score when offense breaks down or maybe we're not having good action or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, he's able to break off and hit some really, really tough shots, which was huge for us, especially because points were kind of hard to come by in that game. Was there uh, a lot of trash talking on the court just because of the intensity and what it meant, uh, you know, the, the the implications of that game? Yeah, um, not really. I would say it was more just intense. Everyone locked into themselves. Um, the guys on Finley are actually a little more friendly than you would think, but, no, it's an awesome rivalry. It's a lot of fun. So you guys go into halftime. What was kind of Coach Tharp's uh... – message for you guys to go out and finish the game I mean, you guys had a five-point lead i think at the half yeah i mean it was just i don't know keep working for shots don't settle um obviously we were doing great on the defensive end and everything but offense was really where we needed to pick up so just running good actions and everything like that and yeah so you guys end up ballooning to like a 19-point lead yeah i thought at that point well this is this is for sure gonna happen you guys yeah. will be dancing uh all the way back to Hillsdale on the bus. <laughs> and then they just started to claw back on you guys. I right. mean, bucket after bucket, it wasn't anything crazy. You know, the shots weren't falling for us. Yep. Um, obviously, defensively, you guys struggled a little bit. They, you know, they were starting to hit some of the shots they hadn't hit early in the ball game. Right. Next thing you know, it's it's a five-point game. 
how did you guys kind of unravel there, and 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 what was kind of set? I mean, you guys burned a couple timeouts there trying yep. to get you guys settled back. Yep. You know, what was the mentality of knowing that? Listen, we knew they were going to make a run. How are we going to handle this? Yeah, I mean, like you just said, it's Finley, and uh, we're at their place, and their atmosphere is pretty electric. So we knew at some point the crowd was probably going to get into it, and they were going to make kind of make their run. But I think we we really had great composure. There was a couple calls on the stretch that were a little questionable from the refs that I think every time there was a call, we all came together and said, all right, we're fine, let's go. Get another stop, control we can control, and that type of stuff. So I think I think this this year's team is really good with just composure down the stretch and, yeah, keeping our heads and everything. So now, thanks to that victory, you guys are the one seed in the GMAC. That means that you're taking on Kentucky Wesleyan yep. on Tuesday. And you guys had a, has a had a heartbreaker earlier this season against Kentucky Wesleyan. What are you doing to to prep to ensure that you make it to the second round of the tournament? Um, yeah, obviously huge motivation for us just to get you know a little revenge against those guys, um, losing them like at the buzzer at their place. Um, so to prepare for them, obviously just do our normal scout team and film and everything. And you know, I think if we play our best game, which we're definitely obviously capable of doing, then and I think we should be able to come away with a victory. Well, I know the coaches are working hard right now, but what were they yep. kind of like after the game on Saturday? Were they was Rowdy have tears in his eyes? What, yeah. what was he, what was he like? No, yeah, uh, Rowdy actually had tears was tears of uh, joy. He told us because he was so proud of us and everything. But no, the coaches were really really hyped. We definitely celebrated on uh, on the bus ride home. But now we're focused on Tuesday. You guys think um, as we're talking to Patrick Cardia here on Charger Rundown on one hundred one point seven FM and. Pat, you guys think about where you guys came from at the start of the year. You know, you guys had such a tough, tough out-of-conference play. Yep. You guys come into season, and you guys really just took care of business in conference play. You know, what what can you attribute to your guys' success in the GMAT conference this season? I think, like you said, it has to be to our tough non-conference schedule. Obviously, we lost a couple – we had a couple of bad losses, uh, if we're going to be honest, in non-conference – but you know we played we played a lot of tough teams out of conference, which has prepared us for you know the tough GMAC. And uh, unfortunately, in the regional rankings, we're not getting a ton of respect as uh, the GMAC is not. But um, I mean, yeah, uh, I think we've done really well against GMAC opponents, and that obviously showed with a conference title and stuff like that. So yeah. Listen, Pat, it's getting to the point where we're game in, game out. You know, everyone in the stadium knows what you're going to bring to the table. You're going to put in probably 70% of your baskets. You're going to crash the boards like crazy. And you're going to be a physical, physical competitor. What motivates you game in, game out to, to do what you got to do to get the dub? Um, Just uh, making my teammates and my coaches proud and uh, giving them my all out there. Um, obviously, you know, the coaching staff puts in so much effort and so many hours uh, in the film room and everything. And guys like, you know, seniors like Dylan, Buddy, Trav, and Trenton Tuna, I know they spent hours and hours in the weight room, uh, on the court, obviously, um, doing everything they can, pouring everything they have in this program for the Spieler last year, just kind of doing it for them, I'd say. And, um, yeah, I'd say that's what keeps us motivated. I want to take you back to um, Tiffin. Yep. Probably one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Cole now, I think, is inbounding underneath the basket. Yeah. And you kind of slip off a screen, and you get the ball. And you decide over this, I think it was uh, 34 on Tiffin. Yeah. You decide just to take the ball and just cock it back and just dunk right over him. And it was filthy. 
were you planning on that? Like when you caught him, you know, I'm dunking over this dude. Like, you, you, did you know you're going to be opening the slip screen? Walk us through that play. So it was kind of funny because me, uh, me and Tavon were kind of doing a little like offense defense type thing where we were subbing out uh, late down the stretch. So coaches super last second because uh, Tavon was had to play like a different spot for some for that play. So they weren't sure if he like knew the play or whatever, which I think he does. Besides the point. <laughs> um, so quick sub me in. Probably I go, not, but okay. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Just kidding. So I go to go to the spot or whatever, and Cole now inbounding. Looks at me and he goes, slip, slip. It makes it like a little hand signal, like slip, like you're going to be open. So, and then obviously set the screen and the guy jumped and caught it and finished it. But I got to give a lot of credit to Cole now on that one for just seeing the, seeing the play before it happened. You didn't even talk about just shattering home the rim, man. <laughs> you dunked that thing so hard. That was so mean. Yeah. Was that one of the best dunks you've ever had? In, was that the best dunk you've ever had in game? Uh, Probably that I can remember. Yeah, I think that's probably the best one. What's your vertical? Oh, my standing vertical? Like no, if you can no. run and jump, like it, like an in-game situation. Oh, I have no idea. I couldn't even well, guess. Standing. Well, yeah, standing then. Standing's like thirty inches, twenty-nine inches. Why don't you just dunk it like four or five times a game? <laughs> I it's don't not know. that easy, well, Jake. Yeah, it's not that easy. Fatigue definitely plays a factor, I'd say. But yeah, and I'm more of a one-foot jumper too. But uh, me, me too. Uh, I'm talking <laughs> to Patrick Cardi. Here I saw on you run down. What'd you say? I saw you dunking a couple in uh, on the side <laughs> court the other day. <laughs> hey, let's, uh, let's keep that on the DL. Right? Can you still throw down, Marty? I did throw one down. Did he? I, I actually only I saw him miss. It, I saw him miss. I one. actually, I actually, uh, he did see me miss a lot of dunks, but I did dunk, and I can dunk, and I will show you. Do you hit it like off the front of the rim most of the time? Or? No. Um, my problem is I, I have a hard time palming it. You have small hands. <laughs> little, little, that's not little boy hand. Just, boy hand, Marty. I don't know. Is that I just can't. I don't know why I can't palm it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I ended up. I, what happened was I was jumping too close to the rim, and then I decided to jump a little farther away, and then I just dunked it easy. So I was like, "Well, that's probably it." And then I stopped because <laughs> I was getting way too tired. <laughs> anyway, we're talking to Patrick Cartier on Charger Rundown. Pat, um, I, I'm a little disappointed in that in that answer from you. I thought you were going to tell like you you had a personal vendetta against that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> listen. Uh, Jake said it a little bit earlier, but the field goal percentage that you put up this season is um, remarkable. Ungodly, I'd say. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> any superlative you want to use. Well, do you, do you pride yourself on being efficient? Oh, uh, I would say so. I mean, obviously, every shot you take, you're trying to uh, make it. Obviously, and um, there's kind of there's kind of <laughs> there's kind of a running joke on the team that I get a, t- a ton of easy layups just because guys like uh, Yaris and Connor just give me and like Dylan and Tavon and all those guys just give me really good looks inside. So I mean I have to give honestly a lot of credit to them just for giving me a lot of times wide open layups just I, with their passing abilities. I will say I do think one of the biggest things from the season may not be the biggest but the adaptability of what Austin's been able to do. Yep. Um, 100%. You know, last year he had to be more of a scorer. Off the bench, um, yeah. Off the bench. Um, even when he was in, you know, even when he was out there with Sar or Gordy, you know, he was kind of a go-to guy. Now with you two in, I mean, he is now passing the ball like I like a, for a big man, unbelievably well. Um, what can you say about Austin's talent and, and how he sets you up, like you were saying earlier, and how easy that's made it been for you as another big? Oh yeah, like I just said, I've gotten a lot of really really good looks from uh, Yars. I mean, this year, like compared to last year, I think he just has the ball in his hands a lot more often and just a little more confidence with that. So I think we've built a good connection of just having trust in each other on uh, 
when he feeds me the ball and everything. So, yeah, I got to give a lot of credit to him for his passing ability and shooting ability also. Yeah, he's been knocking out. He had five threes a couple games ago, which yeah. was nuts. Which is nuts. <laughs> um, the high-low offense, too. Yeah. Um, that's kind of you guys' bread and butter. Are, yep. are, are, are you a fan of the high-low right now? or? Yeah, I mean, that just kind of comes organically within our motion and kind of what Coach Sarp, like wants us to – uh, emphasis on whatever on whatever game if we have like a mismatch or something like that but i mean yeah it's been working well for us yeah get, get a lot of good looks from it game on the line you got your back to the basket uh on the block you have the ball what's your go-to move to, to guarantee a bucket and a charger victory i would probably just go just a little baby hook over my left shoulder with my right hand what percentage do you think you're shooting on the baby hook <laughs> that's a great question probably like 70 percent. i would hope wow. <laughs> probably, yeah, I would say it's probably around there. You know, every shot you take is about seventy percent. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, obviously you played in some big games. We obviously uh, watched the video of you hitting a game winner in your state finals run. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now being in the tournament this year with you being able to play, obviously redshirting a year ago, yep. getting ready for moments like this. No, how excited are you to have this opportunity to play in the GMAC tournament? No, yeah, it's it's super exciting. Obviously, we felt that kind of at. at atmosphere at uh finley just with it being their senior night and like their last home game kind of battling for the conference title a uh, really electric atmosphere so i'm super pumped especially because you know we're gonna get to host if we if we went out or if we win tuesday then we we'll get to host the tournament and everything so i'm super super excited about that and just being able to play in front of our home fans and everything yeah i mean definitely a home court advantage and you guys you get the get the win on tuesday you'll play friday saturday hopefully yep um at don tibbets i want to ask you this uh because he just had a huge feat uh, a week ago, and uh, Dylan Lowry oh, uh, yeah. scoring his 1,000th career point, one of 38 Chargers to do it. Obviously, you'll have aspirations to do the same thing. Um, but Dylan's meant so much to this program mm-hmm. and what he's achieved. What can you say about playing with Dylan? Obviously, you only get one year of him, of you two playing together. Yeah. Uh, but what have you noticed from Dylan in your in your short time with him? No, I've really noticed about just his – I think his the main thing that I've noticed from him is his uh, style of leadership, just – how you know you know you guys know Dylan how he's like a super fun guy and like just has like a charisma about him but you know when we get on the court he's uh really focused really locked in and really sets a tone for our whole team especially you know with Davis going out which is really tough for us um Dylan's really been well he's our uh captain that's on the court right now so he's been huge for us to set the tone and doing his thing and putting up putting up numbers obviously every time we get one of you guys in the studio it, we mention one of your teammates and you guys have nothing but good things to say <laughs> about your teammates. <clears throat> um, what is it like, or how is this team different? Like, how are you guys so close? How, how have how has Coach Thart been able to sort of build that family atmosphere? Uh, family atmosphere is huge for Coach Tharp. Obviously, with like us, I don't think Coach Tharp. I think he's had like one transfer off the team in his entire uh, tenure at Hillsdale, which is really really impressive. Uh, especially in today's uh, day and age, but I mean, yeah, like like you said, it starts at the top with uh, Dylan and Dave being captains and everything. It just trickled down. We're all super close as a team, which is awesome, which helps us on the court. You are uh, you redshirted last year, so you're a freshman this year. And I was actually thinking about this. Uh, would you consider yourself a diaper dandy still? Because you're still a freshman, right? A diaper dandy. Yeah, I can't say I know what that means. Okay, so you, Dick Vital. Wow. 
That's I know Dick Vitale. Dick Vitale, dude. So every time there's a good freshman. So last year it was uh, like R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, Zion. Yeah. Those guys. Uh, oh, he's a diaper dandy. Diaper dandy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> what did you say to that voice? I recognize. Yeah. No. It, it's a it's a freshman that does non freshman things, steps up in big ways in crunch time, and just puts up monster numbers. Would you, Patrick Cartier, consider yourself a diaper dandy? I don't know if I'm a real freshman, though, just because it's my technically second year. Well, that's year, what I was wondering. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. I'll leave that up to you guys to decide. This is, uh, Throw this us is a bone, we're, dude. We're putting you on the spot <laughs> Throw right us now. a bone. Do you think you deserve the GMAC freshman of the year? Yeah, I do. Let's go. I well, think do you? No, no, here we go. Do you think you deserve the GMAC player of the year? Uh, I don't know. Dude, think so. I come do. on. I think you deserve it. I don't know. There's some really talented guys out in the conference, and I'm obviously only a freshman, so. Do you think that you could be – would you take you over anyone else in the conference? In a, like, one-on-one? Just on a team? Yeah. Okay. I've, so there's yeah, player, of the year. Lo- player of the year. GMAC player of the year. player of the year. Patrick Cartier, quote, I am d- well-deserving of the GMAC player of the year. Book it, folks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there are some talented – all joking aside, there are some talented players, but, yeah. you know, obviously um, I made the point last week to Connor Hill about you being um, – you know, leading scorer, um, leading go-to guy on the number one team in the in the conference, and you know, obviously that always doesn't pan out. That's that's usually not how you vote for an MVP or stuff. But you gotta at least look at it. And yep. the fact that I think teams have to adjust so much and game plan around what what you guys do, especially involving you yep. and yours with the high lows. I mean, you got my vote, man. I, 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 <laughs> Thanks, Marty. I, Appreciate I mean, it. <laughs> I mean, seriously, man. I mean, did you think that coming into the season, did, was that a goal of yours to be even in the consideration for a GMAC player of the year? Um, I wouldn't say I had really any goals like that. I think I just bought into kind of what Coach Tharp and my teammates were, how much confidence they had in me and everything like that. And I think the rest was going to take care of itself and just buy into the hard work and buy into the team and everything like that, and the rest will take care of itself. All right, um, we're going to get a little off topic here because Pat is a huge sports fan, so we want to ask a couple questions. Uh, here's the first one, Pat. You ready? Yep. Do the Houston Astros deserve their World Series title? Oh, Probably no. I say no. Why? Why? I mean, for obvious reasons. Uh, I think the Jose Altuve video of him running after the walk-off home run <laughs> is just so bad. It's so bad. And then he, wa- he has a bad tattoo, Pat. <laughs> And then he went back into the locker room, changed shirts, and came back out for his interview. It was bad. I don't. I don't yeah, it's a tough situation. Do you do you think that pitchers should be punished if they bean an Astros player? I think that whole concept of pitchers being able to throw at batters is totally messed up because you can throw a ball at 100 miles an hour at someone's head. It's kind of crazy that it's not like uh, totally banned, but. I think in this case, yes. Okay, because <laughs> because if if a pitcher gets banned or if a pitcher gets suspended, suspended yeah. for throwing at an Astros player, then that pitcher would be in more trouble than any Astros player would have been in. I know they need you to know? come out with some kind of punishment. You would think, right? I, I guess it probably would have happened. By well, now, did though. you hear that some little leagues are banning teams from being named Astros? I did not hear that. So, wow, that's I mean, crazy. The players do have to answer to the kids, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. that's good enough punishment in and of itself. All right, uh, we'll switch over to college hoops, as in the Division One level for you now, Pat. Uh, your Badgers beat my Wolverines the other night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to say about that? Uh, not really. I mean, the, and they just beat. Oh shoot, oh, they just beat Minnesota too. So oh, they're pretty. They're hot lately. Well. They're hot. They're hot. Wisconsin is quietly very hot. I did yeah. not know that they were winning a bunch of games. No, yeah, it, the Big Ten. 
I've well, paid insane. absolute zero attention to the uh, standings because I just know it's an absolute cluster. Yeah. It, yeah, it's disgusting. Everyone is just beating themselves up. No one, everyone's going to finish with double-digit losses in the regular season. I hope, like, nine Big Ten teams make it to the tournament, though. That'd be That'd sweet. That'd be sweet. That'd be pretty we'll cool. We'll see. Yeah. Well, um, here's another one for you. Who are the top three players in the NBA that you like watching right now? Uh, Giannis, number one. Uh, of course, okay. Chris Middleton, number no, just kidding. Very unbiased. <laughs> just kidding. Very unbiased. Uh, John Henson. Uh. <laughs> um, I would say who do I like watching? I really like watching Dame when he gets going. The Pat dude, which is pr- uh, it's pretty like, awesome. Uh, Connor and Dylan both said Dame. Oh, did they really? Yeah. No, yeah. Dame's been. I guess he just got hurt, but before that, he was going nuts. Um, but another player I like watching. I don't know. I like Anthony Davis. So cause just because he's kind of a big guy, so. I like watching him play. How are the Bucks so good this year? They're like quietly. They're just no cold. one No one's paying attention to them really, but they're they're what fifty and eight or something. Yeah, Giannis is just amazing. I don't. I, there's no other way to describe it. He's just a beast. What uh? What do you think about James Harden's comments? I don't. I don't know what he's saying. Like, what is he, What is he doing? It's not like so. He said a seven footer. They can just run, run and, and dunk. dunk. What about so then? Tackle fall should be the best player, right? Because he's the tallest. Or like JaVale McGee or like Dwight Howard or just like tall guys. Obviously Giannis has a ton of skill and he's hitting that fadeaway jumper, Marty. These Dude, days. he's been good, man. Um, <laughs> the Bucks are my favorite to win the title right now. Yeah? Love I, it. I do Love think it. so. Because yeah. I think whoever comes out of that Western Conference final is gonna be beat up. True. From a battle. Yep. I think at least. But Lakers Bucks would be unreal. That'd be awesome. That'd, That'd be, be unreal. unreal. Yeah. Um, Pat, that'll do it for us, but uh wanna say Good luck. Congratulations to the regular season GMAC Championship. Let's go get a conference yes. GMAC Championship, all right? Yep. Patty boy. Yep. Good all right. stuff. Thanks, Pat. Thanks. Thank you guys so much for having me. Really appreciate it. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.